Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. You see a ton of these as you scroll through your social media every single day, probably even on the Spirit FM Morning Show Facebook page. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hint, what is hint. it that we see? Um, a ton of quotes. Oh, yeah, like Lincoln holding up his iPhone saying, don't believe everything you read on the Internet. <laughs> sure, unless those are Unless it's our morning show page. Oh, yeah. okay, right, exactly. Then, anyway, then believe um, it totally. Okay, so that led me to ask this question. What quote do you live by? Or what quote do you try to live by? And it can be a quote, it could be scripture, or what is it that yeah. you've seen that just stands out to you and you're like, yes, That's awesome. I want to live by that. Those words move me so much that when I need that extra encouragement or I just need that reminder. Uh-huh. That's what I want to live by. Kind of a, a check of your perspective, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Is, is there one for you? See, I love Thomas Jefferson quotes. Okay. 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 There's a hundred of them that I have read. There are some that are even relating to coffee. What? It, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. A, Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson had some coffee quotes. Oh yes, he was a. How big... did I not know this? Oh my goodness! Okay, come on, give me the tea. Give me the tea. <laughs> well, hang on a second. Okay, I'll find the coffee quote. Okay, you I, find I it later. Yeah, okay, I'll find it later. Okay, back to the thing. Okay, it was basically tell me. something that it's you know the best thing in life or something. That's a horrible mis mis thing. But okay, while I love Thomas Jefferson quotes, mm-hmm. right, and I've read uh, lots of Thomas Jefferson history and so forth, while I love his quotes. That's not the source of the quote that I live by. I kind of went off on a tangent. Okay, cool. Mine is, and be prepared for the therapy session that goes along with this. I'm ready. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Okay, first of all, just rip my heart out now. I know. Just go ahead. Do we have tissues in here? Okay, well, oh no, it's going to get better. Because this already... That already just like gets my heart. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, go ahead. <laughs> I don't remember when I first either heard that talked about in a sermon or I read this in scripture, but it hit me hard mm-hmm. because, and this is where the therapy session begins. Hang on, <laughs> let me go lay down on the couch. Okay. We uh, actually do have a couch well, we do. in the studio, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my father and I did not have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Um and it was one where we didn't quite understand each other very well. Uh, we were just two very, very different people. And he didn't quite understand what my ambitions were. I understood him but didn't relate to him very well. So there wasn't a lot of when I started my own business or when I pursued my own heart and so forth – There wasn't a lot of, hey, man, you did a great job. I'm proud of you. That's a good job, Seth. Congratulations. As a matter of fact, while I'm thinking about this, I I couldn't tell you one time that I heard that from my dad. There were times where, you know, I'd get a hug. I love you. But it wasn't, you know, that deep, warm that you expect from your parents, right? So when I read that, well done, my good and faithful servant from our father. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what I want. I don't care what I do on this planet. When all is said and done, all I want is to hear that. Yeah, And that has motivated me and moved me to, to seek what is it that I wanted to do with my life and then what is it that God wanted me to do with my life. 
I wanted to make a difference in the world, right? I mm-hmm. wanted to make the world a better place for me being here. Yeah. And one of these days, that's going to happen. One of these days, <laughs> I'm going to do something worth God saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, you are. You came to work today. I did come to work today. You came to work today. You are encouraging people in Christ every single day. You are in ministry, and you are helping to fulfill the mission of our ministry, which is to inspire our communities to live passionately for Jesus. Right. But I so get it. It's it's an important thing for us to be able to hear from our parents, especially that yeah. we are doing yeah. a good job. Now, my mom, yeah. she did it all the time. Yeah. You know, almost yeah. too much, right? Yeah. Oh, you can be anything you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do I, what? But, yeah. It, it, you know, I, I when it's from it. your dad. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I, especially now, you know, I have that opposite. Like my dad, like we could, um, make the biggest mistake and my dad was always proud. But my mom, my mom, was always proud of us too, but right. she didn't show it as boldly really? as my dad. My dad was like, Oh, you got up today? I'm so proud of you. You and did a great job. And he was too, genuine about it. Yeah. And it probably because he made a lot of mistakes and he understood. Well. So um yeah, he so he was and my and I'm not saying my mom isn't proud of us. She right. just showed it in a different way. And I remember going to her one time and asking her, I was like, are you proud? And she goes, mm. honey, yeah, I'm proud of you. I was like, well, you don't say it. I was like, dad tells us he's proud of us all the time, right. but you never say it. She goes, honey, you want to make God proud, not me, but uh, I am proud of you. She was like, yes. And and later we had a conversation about that, right. and I was like, "Yes, I want to make you proud, and I want to make God proud." Right. And she understood, you know, after we had that conversation. And I totally get where she's coming from. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we God is the number one, but we want that mm-hmm. from our parents too. Yeah. So, so I totally understand. I say all of that to say I totally understand what you mean when. You, you know, we're dealing with that with your mom, and I dealt with that situation with my dad. How did that affect you as how you relate your feelings to your kids? Um, I, st- I tell them all the time I'm mm-hmm. proud of them. And it's it, genuine. It, it's, it's very genuine, yeah. but it made me more aware. It made me more self-aware right. to um, tell them often. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I verbalized it more and I wanted to make sure like they knew, like, I don't want them to ever have any doubt or question on whether I'm proud of them or not. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely do. And and it's the same way with me and my daughter. I realize I don't say it all the time, mm-hmm. right? I do tell her often how much I love her. Yes. And how, how proud I am of her when she's doing things and that sort of but there are times I will pull her aside, and it is very sincere and very heartfelt and say, you know, this thing that you're doing right here and that you're trying, even though it's not going the way you want it to go or even though it's a huge success, I want you to know I am really proud of you. And yes. I admire how much strength and and whatever the qualities are, I let her know. And it is because 
I didn't get it from my dad. Yeah. So I'm making an effort to make sure my kid. Now, I respect that. Yeah. Does that mean that I am the perfect parent and I have told my child everything she needs to know exactly when she needs to know it? And there's no need for her to go to a therapist later in life? <laughs> no. Nah. Of course not, man. No. I know. Her uh-uh. mom and I have probably put, installed buttons in her that she's going to talk about sometime later on in life. You're not going to believe what my parents used to do. To Listen, me. this is. A total. This was a total gut punch, and I am being completely vulnerable when I tell you this. My oldest child came to me last week and asked me to pay for him to have therapy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, I think I need therapy. And I was like. What? Why? What did I do? <laughs> like, are you serious right yeah. now? And he yeah. was like, I just feel like I need to talk about some things. And I'm like, okay, well, we can though. make that. And he insinuated that maybe there's some things he wants to discuss with a therap- therapist related to like our parenting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you had a great childhood. Like nobody beat you. You, you were right. fed and you had clothes, you, you had, had clothes, food. but I mean, you know what? Uh-huh. You have your feelings. I can, you know, but I, I, I get that. I get that. He sure. has to, you know, live his truth. And you know, if he feels like he needs to talk to someone, I absolutely respect that. But um, you're going to go talk to somebody as a result of this, too. I can tell right now. You know what? Coming from a person who's had tons of Jesus and therapy, I'm going to let him do him. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the um, proud, making him feel proud, making me proud thing, I am also that type of parent. And this might be one of the reasons why he needs therapy. I'm also like a hard parent, I guess. I don't know what the word Uh, is, but as far as like I... We'll let them know I'm proud, but I won't let them know there are things that they need to know they're expected to do. Like, I got up and went to work today. Okay, I'm not necessarily proud of you for that because you're you're an adult. You're supposed to be able to go to work. Now, when you got your first job, yes. yes. Proud yes. of you. You went to that first interview. I know you were Proud scared of to you. death. Good. That's what you, good for you. Yeah, Proud but don't you. come to me every single day and was like, you know what? I made it to work on time today. You know what? I got to work. To-. No. Okay. Good for you, honey. You're yeah. an adult. My response is, yeah, and that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. So I'm the type <laughs> of parent that's like, don't come to me and tell me you cleaned up your room today. Okay. Good job. Right. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But if you tell me. Hey, I cleaned my room. I put up new curtains today. I got a new rug. I went all okay. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you for you know doing that type of thing. But don't. I'm not the parent that's going to give you accolades and tell you I'm proud of you for doing the things you're expected to do See, as an adult to make it in this world. Do you know? Does that I, make I, sense? I completely get it because you opened up another issue here with me <laughs> as far as therapy is concerned. I deal with the fact that I'm the disciplinarian. Mm. Okay, I'm the a hard case <clears throat> in my house. <laughs> Yeah. Right? When something goes sideways, there is a three strikes and you're out rule, right? I will tell you, I will tell you a second time and advise you what the consequences are if it happens a third time. On the third situation, the consequences happen. Hmm. It doesn't matter what the reason, that's the way it is. And for the most part, that has worked out very well for us. Yeah. However, there are times when I see and I I see her reaction to things in life and I wonder, well, is that because I was too much of a disciplinarian? Is that because I was too hard on my child? Should I have been more soft like my mom was? (laughs) But 
those are things that I think all parents deal with. Yeah. You know, did I do that the right way? Should I have done things differently? And I've had this conversation with my wife is that there does no good for us to start talking about what should we have done? Could we have done things differently? Nope. There's nothing that's going to change what has already happened. We can look at today, seek God's guidance and direction for what we need to do today and move forward. But speculating about, did did we psychologically damage our child <laughs> yeah, because of the d- discipline? No, does yeah. no good. Because yeah, there are tons of things like that as a parent. Like we can question our parenting all day, but every it does day. no good. That, yeah. That's that is that goes back and is just tearing up old wonders and wounds that you can't fix. Right. Um, unless there's something that you did that you need to apologize well, for yeah. and say, "Hey, by the way, uh, you know." Well, I that could, has happened. Yeah, I've, yeah. I could tell you a story that my dad did. You want to hear it? Okay. We do need to get back to the subject. Real quick. Okay. <laughs> my dad and my uncle said, hey, we're going to go to the grocery store for a few minutes. My mom, why don't you take Seth with you? Mm-hmm. And the look that they gave each other was like, uh, okay, fine. They didn't go to the grocery store. They went to another establishment where children were not allowed in. Oh, and left, no. left me in the car. I'm like seven, six, seven years old. No. After a while, I got out of the car, toddled up to the door. Is my daddy here? Yep. <laughs> to which so they bad. scrambled out and back to the house we went. I don't know what the result was, but you know what? You don't go to the grocery store for two hours and come home Ouch. in a different condition than you left. So, if those are some of the things that you think about, maybe there's a discussion wow, to be had later. Wow, we just later. had a whole nother podcast, so I we're going to keep on moving with our additional yeah. topic here. Right. Okay. The quotes that you live by, right? Which, <laughs> by was, the way, I found, was, I found the- That was a t- whole podcast I right know, there. Okay. I know. Well, listen, the whole therapy thing is okay. a whole. I found the Thomas Jefferson qu- oh, coffee quote. All right, what is it? All right. Thomas Jefferson once said, coffee, the favorite drink of the civilized world. Uh-huh. See, Amen. See, TJ. I'm civilized because I drink coffee. Wait a minute. Um, Maybe I'm civilized because of coffee. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not yeah. if you drink coffee, you're civilized, but because you drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Because you're civilized, you drink coffee, or is it the coffee that makes you civilized? Yeah. I personally or- am going to lean toward it's the coffee that makes you civilized. That's that's in my world anyway. Yeah, that's, you know what? <laughs> I- that's... There it is. That's true for me. That's just too, one of my because, favorite Thomas Jefferson yeah, quotes right there. What are, I get out of pocket. Okay. <laughs> there are so many. Well, first of all, my favorite scripture that I really try to live by, um, especially when I feel myself trying to um, make my own path and follow my own way is mm-hmm. always, always going to be Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. That verse really got me through some of the darkest yeah. days of my life Yeah, because when I was going through my divorce, when I was going through some pretty dark times, um, when I first started dealing with anxiety and depression, all I kept thinking is, 
I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't right. even know what tomorrow looks like for me. Right. I don't even know what the next hour looks like. I don't know what next week looks like. Mm-hmm. It and just all hurts. It just hurts right now. And it was like, I can't see past the pain. I can't see past anxiety. Yeah. I can't see past fear. I can't see past anything. And... um. There was like a time I would even like stop going to church and I would get my kids ready for church on Sunday and send them with someone else and I wouldn't mm-hmm. go myself. I'm like, yeah, y'all go get the Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I love him, but I don't want to hear about him right now. I'm just mm-hmm. going to stay in bed. I get that. And so I, I totally get that. On those like Sundays where I wouldn't go to church, I would remember Jeremiah 29 11 would pop up somewhere. Like there was one Sunday, I got my kids ready, sent them to church with um, my mom, and I was scrolling through Facebook and Jeremiah 29 11 popped up. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, one other time, um, I didn't go to church and I was cleaning out my room and some things. And a devotional fell on the floor, and the page, when I picked up the devotional, it was turned on a devotional, and the scripture for the devotional of the day was Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm -hmm. And I just went, and then I just kept on seeing this verse, and I know that wasn't on purpose. I mean, I know that wasn't on accident. Yeah, no, that's not a coincidence at all. No, at all. And so I just really one day just said, you know what, I am just going to sit with this verse, and I just kept on meditating on that verse, and I'm like, God really does have a plan for my life. I may not know what it is. I may not see it, but I need to trust him. I need to trust him. And then I have just really clung to that verse every since. And every, every, every time I get in a dark place, I try to remind myself that God has a future. He has a purpose for me. I may not even— be able to see beyond today, but God does. He knows. And one other quote I love is live it up. And it kind of goes hand in hand with that scripture because our days are numbered. You know what I mean? Our days are numbered and I am a natural born warrior. I worry all the time. I try to figure things out on my own. Mm -hmm. And so I try my best to live it up. Quit trying to figure everything out because God has a plan for you. He already has a future and a hope for you. You don't have to figure out everything on your own. Just live it up. And so those two, that quote and that scripture kind of go hand in hand for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Yeah, I I get that. Um, One of the things that emphasizes that for me is the beauty of our world. Mm-hmm. You look at the oceans, the sunset, the mountains, the stars, and and the planets and everything, and you look at that and you realize God created all of this beauty for us. Mm-hmm. This is our home. And the other thing, the flip side of this, is that we find it so amazing, so beautiful, and God's like, wait till you come home. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio.
The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian and Education Stores. And anybody who knows Jess knows that I love a deal and mm-hmm. I love a bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get bargains at Mardell, like toys for the kiddos and, and maybe you too. And things like <laughs> Melissa and Doug and science and craft activity kits. They're all 30% off. And not to, not to mention best-selling books, 40 to 50% off every day. And all others, 20% off. Uh, yes, please. Hello. You can also find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. You can view their week- weekly ad and what's on sale anytime by downloading the Mardell app. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.